Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning, welcome to On The Pace. Michael Guerin joining you this morning as Brittany Graham, our usual Thursday host, is still away. Racing at Penrith tonight in Premiership Country. Their first go is at 6.22. They have nine races and then of course the big dance is Menangle on Saturday night. Jack Trainer is a local trainer and driver who has horses at both places. Haven't spoken to him for a while. Good morning, Jack. Nice to have you back on the show, mate. Yeah, again, mate. Uh, thanks for having me on. Always, always a good time. Mate, all right, let's talk about tonight, first of all, before we talk about what's a rarity, you having four mares in the same race on Saturday night. We'll get to that shortly, but you're going for a spin around Penrith tonight. You kick off in the first on the card, um, you seem to be doing a bit more outside driving than I've seen you do for a while. You're driving Miss Hornigold here. Um, haven't seen you doing quite as much as you have been in the last week or two. Yes, um, doing a bit more freelancing than normal. Mick, um, obviously, uh, had a little bit of a mishap a few weeks ago, so I just decided to cut back on my team as that I'm training at the moment, which is um, giving me a bit more time and probably makes me available to a few more other trainers, not having as many racing on my own. So. I'm quite enjoying it, to be honest. And, um, yeah, obviously my first one tonight, Miss Hornigold for Adam Regari. She's always thereabouts, but probably looks hard to beat the two, or number two, Amani inside us there. She looks pretty well placed in that race. Mate, in the second on the card, you drive one for David Thorne. This is race two at 6.47. Uh, yes, Sophie um, has been racing at Menangle, so probably comes an OK here as long as she has the gate speed to get handy early. Yeah, that's right. It's um, it's not. It's a bit of a drop back in class from what she's been racing, and I think we've found now that most of the races she's gone her best that she's been in front. She just doesn't seem to be quite as genuine from behind. So that will be the aim tonight is to try and get her out. She does have good gate speed, and I think she'll really appreciate being back at Penrith. So I think she's a really good winning chance. Does she have the gate speed to cross those ones inside her? Because most of the dangers appear to be outside you, apart from old team of stars for your mate Will Rickson. So do you think you can get him at the start? Yeah, I think so. She is, she is pretty quick out. Yeah. Probably, OK, Gringo's got enough speed to probably get amongst it as well. But, yeah, I do think she has got enough speed to get across tonight. and We'll be having a good go at it too. All right. Um, rest of the night there at uh, Penrith this evening. You're taking anything else for a spin? No, no, that's me. First two races, Mick, and I'll be home by the time the third gets on the track. Beautiful. All right, um, Menangle Saturday night. Now, we see a really good horse here return for you, and it's a race where you have a very huge hand. Brave You Kelly um, has been one of the top mares in Australia. She's in the Frith Stakes, race six on Saturday night, but you also train Stella Arden, Arden's Delight, and BK Swy. So you've got a lot of nice mares around you. You said the team's a bit smaller. Well, clearly, not so much on the female front. There's four of them here in the race of the night. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. I've got half my whole team's in one race. So um, just the grade that they're in, and obviously with a 30 grand prize money up, I thought it would be a good place to put them. And they're all racing in really good form at the moment. Um, Stella Arden was really good, driven with a set last week. She's got the right draw and one where she can do no work and, Hopefully, be a beneficiary of that late. 
Um, BK Swy is back down in grade. She raced really well at uh, Newcastle last start. She's always a knockout hope. That'll be this will be her last race before she goes to the breeding far, um, barn after this race. So it'd be nice to see her go out in a good way. Um, Arden's delight's been a bit of a surprise. She just keeps seems to be kept getting better and better. She probably shouldn't have won last start. She sat part in one fifty one and just showed real good, real good grip to hold them all off up the straight. She is up in grade a little bit, but um, yeah, she seems to be keep improving. And also Bravey Kelly, obviously the best, you know, my pinnacle mare at the moment. It's good to have her back. She just had one soft trial, which would have been ten days ago. It was Wednesday last week, uh, where she was good. She just done everything she had to, and she seems to have trained on a fair bit from there. She's probably not at her absolute peak at the moment, Mick. She's probably, you know, a couple of races from being right at her, at, her, say, at her best. So probably makes her a little bit vulnerable this week. But at the same time, too, there's no doubt she is the class near the field. She is a Group 1 winner uh, of the big one in March. So do you think that gets her enough respect or with others knowing that she could be half a run short, do you reckon it's a bit iffy to go forward and try and dominate the race um, because there might be a few there who they can probably go 51, 51 and a half, and if you get stuck out there, it can undo you at the start of a campaign? Well, it probably is like that. It probably helps that I've got three of the six inside me, so I'll be pretty dirty if one of them done it to me. But um, I think she's better driven with a sit anyway, Mick. Like it, I know she's going to be a short favourite, and you know she showed that she's got brilliant speed. But other than that lady Shamaya, where it all worked out and she was at her absolute peak, I, I think her best racing is just saved up for one run. So I would rather drive her like that, being first up and being in that field too. So that's why, why I say, you know, you just be aware this week. She's there to win. She is a little bit vulnerable. I wouldn't write her off, but, you know, I don't need my Facebook inbox filled with messages if she goes down into doll 30 either. <laughs> um, obviously, you had a bit of an incident up at Albion Park, and it's, it's all been squared away now. You got fined, and I suppose when you do silly things, you're going to cop a fine once in a while. Has it changed your attitude to... To training, you said obviously you had the potential there that you were going to be disqualified, Jack, and, and that's now gone. Um, did it make you think about the resource you have to put into training and, and the investment in training and how vulnerable that can become? Is, is that one of the reasons you've reduced the size of the team? Yeah, definitely. It definitely brought me back down to earth pretty quick. It was a, an eye and probably something that's a bad way to have it happen, but probably something that. That I needed really. It probably just showed you that you know you can be at the top one day and then gone tomorrow. So don't take advantage of it and don't take it for granted. But it just I don't know. I just it just gave me a when you're doing a big team, Mick. It's it's a lot of dedication. It's a lot of time. It's twenty four seven. You know you got staff. You're always there all day every day. And it just really to me it just took the enjoyment out of it. And so when I sort of scaled back just to get through while we were on a stay and trying to fight that. Um, fight that disqualification. I just really enjoyed my time being able to focus more on my better ones or the ones that, you know, I've got a I've got a, a share in or that are you know at the top of the grade and just take my time with them and put put more effort into them. And yeah, just I just really enjoy it to be honest. I just make my whole life seems to be a lot better for it. And yeah, I'm just at this stage I'd like to keep it where it's at. And that means a bit more outside driving to get some some extra income, and in, I suppose. Yeah, like when it's available, for sure. I, I don't know if I'll be going to double on a Friday night to chase too many drives, but um, it's just, yeah, I, I, when I first started the training, I realised that if you want to do your best for your own team, 
you need to be there hands-on doing the one percenters yourself and and not be wandering off or away half a day driving other people's horses or otherwise your team sacrifices but now that you know i've got a bit more time up my sleeves and um getting done in a reasonable hour and that i'm actually enjoying doing a bit more freelance driving like i was doing four or five years ago and yeah it's it's a bit of a change but i'm I'm enjoying every bit of it at the moment Mate, good to have you back out there. Good to have you back on the radio. Um, for one, I'm happy your disqualification went away. You, you get a fine. I think it was probably the appropriate sentence. And, yep, you were the first person in the world to, to get your ass kicked and come back, Jack. I've done it myself, mate. So <laughs> looking forward to seeing you back on the track tonight at Penrith, mate. Get round safe. Hey, thanks very much, mate. Yeah, Jack trained as a young man who handled himself well. He was involved in that fracas, which is what they call a fight. They called them a fracas at Albion Park. And, Yep, he got disqualified. Um, they appealed, got it reduced to $3,000 fine, which I think, from what I can ascertain of the whole thing, was probably an appropriate number. I thought the disqualification was probably a bit harsh on both him and Jason Grimton, who was disqualified. So, yep, they are both out and about, and maybe they've learned a touch from it. As you heard from Jack there, very honest, not trying to hide anything from anybody here. So we appreciate his candour here on Sky Sport Radio. So... All right, what are we doing? We're doing racing Penrith tonight. Now, obviously, tomorrow we have three local meetings. Bathurst have a rear Friday night. Wagga, as always, during the day. And Newcastle, then Menangle Saturday night. Also Saturday night is Melton. Uh, It's the lead-up to next week's huge meeting, which is Victoria Cup, Derbies and Oaks. So it's a proper meeting because we have lead-up races, but we also have the heats of the Oaks and the Derby. Um, and also Albion Park on Saturday night, not something we talk about often. Leap to Fame is going there. Now, Leap to Fame, if he races well, could well still turn up at the Victoria Cup next week, but it's about a $40,000 return flight. They can go one way on the flight and truck back from Melbourne to Brisbane. But how he performs on Saturday night could decide whether he makes that trip. So a lot of moving parts to this weekend. There's good horses racing at Menangle, Melton and Albion Park and it could have a lot of input and emphasis on what happens next week for Victoria Cup, Derby and Oaks Night. All of that to unveil over the weekend. Um, Tomorrow on Finding Winners we'll join you just after 10.30 to try and work out what that all means for you and how you can make a quid out of it. That was on the pace this morning. Those odds available for Penrith tonight on tab.com.au.